Just Boldly Go podcast, where we help women and a few cool dudes face their fears, set goals, make game plans, and generally take their current circumstances by the balls so they can live a life they can't wait to get out of bed for every single day. Hello, I have today here with me Lisa Gornell of lisagornell.com. And I'm just going to let you tell us what you do because you're much better describing it than I am. So so I'm a spiritual medium, healer, mindset coach, and an author, and I become one with people's energy, and I can see what they're holding on to and why, how to let it go, and how to get on your best path. That's amazing. While I was reading through your stuff, I was like, oh, intuitive, because I'm intuitive too. I have this weird thing when I'm doing the website branding that I do for people. Like when I'm talking to them, if they're, the client is a good fit, I start seeing pictures in my head, what their website should look like, like right away. And if I don't, I'm like, "Mm, I'll refer you to someone else because we're just not connecting properly. But so I love that a part of what you do. So, so how exactly do you help your clients when somebody comes to you right away? What is it that you do for them? Well, it depends on what they're coming to me for, but most of the time I'm working with successful entrepreneurs and they are struggling with that constant drive for more. Whatever they're doing, whatever they're hitting, whatever goal that they thought was impossible to hit, that they hit, they hit it. And they're like, something's not right. Like I hit it and I'm not happy. I'm not feeling fulfilled. So that's really where my work is now. So obviously I can work with all types of things, all types of situations, but that's kind of where my niche has kind of settled into is just really helping people enjoy this amazing life that they've created. Let's get back to the freedom lifestyle. Yes. That's freedom is like my keyword. Like everything that I do is for freedom Freedom. and goal. When I first started my business, it was because I had this credit card debt to pay off. And once I hit that goal, it was just like, all right, I don't know what to do now. Like I honestly, for almost five years, I was just kind of floating along, continuing to do what I had been doing, but not enjoying it and not really having any other goal in mind. I just hit that goal and just was like, okay, now what? (laughs) Don't know what to do now. It's really important that we are not seeking all of these things outside of us. Everything that we're looking for, it comes from within. So if we're feeling like we're not loved or we're not enough or we're not worthy or we're not on track or we feel lost, like what do we need to fix inside of ourselves? What's not right anymore for us? That's always your sign to know I've got some inner work to do. Mm, that makes sense. Is it that we're missing that we're not getting to that freedom lifestyle that we're just like on this treadmill of always going? Well, we've been sold the hustle lifestyle. We've been sold that the hustle is the answer to everything that we want. It's a status symbol in our society. And if we're not hustling and we're making money, but we're not hustling, then we're not doing it right. So we've been sold this whole idea, but what's happening now is that we don't have any time. We're not having enough time to do all the things that we want to do. Our relationships are suffering. We don't have the energy. And then our inner game is just focused on this drive for more all the time. And then we're not enjoying this amazing life that we're creating. So I always like to start with just the basics. Like, what does your schedule look like? Because a lot of people, whether you're in a profession where you're, you know, punching in on the clock or you're an entrepreneur... We want to have freedom of our time. 
but then we work all these extra hours because we think we have to or whatever they're proving our worth they're validating us all this stuff so like no matter where you're working no matter how you're working you should have a work schedule that you stick to like i am working these hours today and when that time is up like you're punching off and you're done just because we have our phones and our tablets and all these devices doesn't mean that every time somebody like pings us on social media or sends us an email, like we have to respond immediately. Like we got to start getting back that freedom that we wanted. We don't need to feel tied to all this technology that's supposed to be making our lives way easier. That's, so, that's actually like such a key thing. And I've been in business for 14 years and I only just figured out recently that I have to have a morning routine and I have to set boundaries around these that if I want to work weekends, I can, you know, work weekends if I want to, but my clients don't know that I work weekends. Like that's off limits to them. They are not like, I don't answer on the weekends. I don't do anything after seven o'clock, you know, just like there's Mm -hmm. that you have to set. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it, it took me a long time to figure out that if I start my day out a certain way, it makes the rest of my day better. So I know that, you know, you have a thing with starting your day in balance, correct? Is that? I do. I'm all about having a morning routine. Most people are getting out of bed and they're immediately on a device. Like sometimes your feet don't even hit the floor, but that device is there and you're on it and you're automatically checking emails and social media and news. And so before you've even started your day, you're thrown into chaos. And so I like to say, let's start like a little morning routine and it doesn't have to be intense. It doesn't have to take all day. We don't need to meditate for hours, but even if we could just do something simple, like bringing in the white light, are you familiar with the white light? I'm not. So white light is God, love, universe, source. It's not denominational, but it's our energy source. It's our chi, right? And so if we can just, in the morning, when our alarm goes off, just imagine bringing in the white light from the top of your head all the way through your body, down to your feet, into the earth. That's just going to balance, calm, and ground your energy. And it takes like 30 seconds. We can even walk through it later in the call if you want, but it's just really just balancing. And then from there, you can throw in some I am statements like I am peace, I am calm, I am abundant, whatever I am is going to best support you. And then you can start to move into your day. You can go wash your face, get dressed, eat, drink a warm beverage. And if you can do all of that without touching any devices, you'll be nice and in a good space and grounded. So that way, when you do touch your device and you do start to work, whatever is pulling at you and being thrown at you, you can do. You know, of course, if you have kids at home, and a lot of us have kids at home right now, then, you know, it's a little bit different, but you still have that period of time where before you get out of bed, you can do it. You know, when my kids were little, I would give them a bowl of cereal or whatever in the morning. They would have their snack. They would go downstairs and get it. And they'd sit at the end of the bed, and I would just lay there for 10 minutes, just kind of bringing in the white light and, like, doing my own thing. So no matter what your situation is, it's possible. But if you create that space, that time in the morning, it's a game changer for the whole rest of your day really, really is like, I get up early so that I'm up before the kids get up, but they're teenagers. And with the way things are right now, they sleep till 10 anyway. So I've got plenty of time, (laughs) but it is unbelievable how much difference it makes if you just wait. And that's really where I was when the kids were younger is I would get up first thing, check email. It would ruin my whole day. I'd be in a bed whole day because I was just feel overwhelmed from all the stuff that's in front of me. And it's just not a good way to start things at all. (laughs) No, I mean, the more balanced we can be as we start the day, the more that that energy is going to radiate through the rest of our day so that we were in a good place because there are always things shifting and changing and hitting us. And so if we're off balance when that hits us, 
then we get crabby or irritable or we're not making good decisions and we feel overwhelmed and it just creates this whole bad avalanche. But if we can start in a good space and we can continue that through the day, and then of course it's great to have an evening routine as well, it's a whole game changer because you're beginning and ending your day in a positive way. I love that. So I know that you help people reclaim their lives. What are the boundaries? Where do you help them set those places that they, you know, these are not crossable just so they can help reclaim their life? Yeah. So the, the thing that I like to talk to people about with boundaries, and I just talked about this in my group this morning, is that the boundary is for you. You're telling people what is okay and what's not okay, because what's okay for me may not be okay for you. We all have different things that work for us and people don't know unless you say it doesn't work. So there's this idea that drawing a boundary is a bad thing, but it's really your way of saying, Hey, this is how I would like to be treated. This is what works for me. This is what I like. And so it's really important to draw boundaries and we can draw them in all these different areas, right? Like we talked about earlier, we can draw it with our, our work schedule. When we're going to respond to our clients, when is it our family time, but in our relationships, we can draw it with like how people can talk to us or how much energy we're going to give. As moms, we like to like help everybody and we're trying to be there for everybody. And then you're trying to run a business and you're trying to do all these things, but it's impossible for us to be everything to everybody. Like it's the fastest way to burn out. So we've got to draw boundaries around like what it is that we can do. You know, some of my clients that I work with are moms and they have younger kids and there's a certain age where your kids can start to make their own lunch. They can make their own breakfast. They can start to take responsibility for those things. We have to start taking things off of our plate and not just keep adding things on because when you keep taking all these things on the person that you're saying no to at the end of the day is you that is a really good way to look at it <laughs> and you're right I went through a period of I would stop and go and make you know, all the lunches for the three kids and everything and at some point we get to the point I'm like you guys are really old enough to do this like make healthy choices if I come in and you're just like eating candy we're gonna have issues but you can do this. And now they're real self-sufficient. So it's really nice. <laughs> the age years are nice for that. <laughs> well, and sometimes you pack this amazing, nice, healthy lunch and they go to school and they trade it or they just yeah. throw it away and they're they finding something because your mom's so granola and she gave you all this like organic green stuff and like, you don't want to eat that. So they just throw it away and they collect lunches from their friends. They do that still at the high school level. So, I mean, how are we spending our time and is it working? You know, so we want to pay attention to that boundary as well. And then our energy. I like to talk about like how we spend our energy like you do on your cell phone, you know, like especially teenagers, they're watching their phone. They know how much energy they have left. So if you're giving energy here and here and here and here, and you're down to 60, you're down to 30%, you just keep going down. How are you recharging? You know, we need to schedule in self-care. Like we need to make that a priority. And I like to look at my calendar at the beginning of the month. And then at the beginning of each week and just see what does my Monday, my Tuesday, my Wednesday, where's my self-care in those days? And it, I mean, obviously now it's not all about going out and getting a massage or anything like that, but it's about like going for a walk, sitting down, reading a book, sitting down and having some quiet time, you know, <laughs> whatever it is that's important to you. Maybe it's, you know, taking a shower if you are lucky enough to have a hot tub or a sauna, like going into that, but it's just, we have to create boundaries around how we're using our time. That's like the biggest struggle that I see with my clients is that they come in and they're just trying to be everything to everyone. We can't do that. Yeah, that is not, it does not work for anybody at all. Mm -mm. You talk about creating a freedom lifestyle. What are the keys to doing that? 
So the keys are for you to think about those four areas in your life and how you can reclaim. Because when you become an entrepreneur, when you start a business, your goal is to live that freedom and not to live by the hustle. So how do you want to spend your time, right? So how many hours do you want to work in that week? What are the fun things that you want to do? Making sure that you're not working so many hours in that day that you don't have the energy to actually go for that drink with a friend or go out to dinner or have that date night. So we really want to focus on what's important to us in that area of the time what's important to us in our relationships, those are the areas that get hit the most. And we think that our relationships are fine because we're not talking to our partners. We're not putting that energy in, but our partners are going to tell us, we don't see you. You're working all the time. I see it all the time when I get to the partners because I do meditations at four seasons on Sundays and the spouses come in and they're like, all they do is work. Work is their priority. They're married to their work. Their work is their everything. If you're getting that feedback at all, that's something for you to you know look at. They're going to be honest with you. They're going to tell you you're working too much. Our work is our passion and we get thrown into it. We don't realize it doesn't matter if I have these people in my life. If I don't actually have a relationship with them, I'm going to feel alone and empty anyhow. And that's not part of the freedom lifestyle. And then we want to pay attention to like, what is our inner game telling us? This is like so key. What is our thought system? You know, our thoughts and our beliefs are formed in our childhood and they're coming from our grandparents, our great parents, our great grandparents. You know, it just comes down that line and we don't even stop to question and say, do these beliefs work for me? Are they supporting me? Is this even what I believe to be true? You know, my aunt has this story where her grandma had a roast and she would always cut off the end of the roast and throw it away. And my aunt was like, what are you doing? You're like wasting all this meat. She's like, I don't know. I'm just doing what grandma did. Grandma always did this. And so that's what I do. So she went to her grandma and she's like, grandma, why, why do you cut off the end of the roast and throw it away? She's like, cause it doesn't fit in my pan. <laughs> so think about those beliefs that we have that we don't even know that like we just do things because nobody's ever said, Hey, be objective about this. Think about this. But how is that controlling your abundance? How is that controlling your self-worth? How is that controlling your relationships? You know, our thoughts can become our biggest prison. So we really want to become aware of why am I pushing myself to reach these goals? Why am I working so hard? What am I trying to prove? Why am I trying to prove anything, right? So we need to get to that to reclaim our freedom because that's the biggest thing that's driving entrepreneurs, right? I got to do more, create more, be more, 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 more. Why? Why? Because the thing is is that you have all these amazing things and you're not even enjoying this lifestyle because you're so focused on that next goal and getting that next client and doing that next thing. Well, that's it all for if you're not even enjoying it, Absolutely. right? Yeah, absolutely. There's that Steve Jobs quote about if, if I'm not like enjoying what I'm doing for too many days in a row, it's time to reassess and figure out what it is that I enjoy doing and start doing that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The piece about the grandmother and the cutting off the end of the roast, I, that makes me laugh because my mother's family is from Southern Ohio. Very, I don't want to say hillbilly area, but it's a hillbilly area. And I'm from Cleveland. Ah, no way. I'm from Mansfield. Shut up. That's funny. But so my, my mother and her her family's from Portsmouth and like that area of Kentucky. And I don't know, we all have weird money issues and we all like, I don't know, there's just issues. And my aunt called me one day and she's like, you need to read this book. And it's called Hillbilly Elegy. And this guy is from the same area. And like, he got out and he got to go to Harvard and like all these things. And she's like, it makes you understand why you are the way you are. And it like helps you heal and move out of these things. It was an eye opener, like, you know, things that I do and my mom does. And it's all just like from five generations ago, Mm -hmm. thing that happened and it's all carried down. It's so crazy. 
And it's just simple stuff like that. Like, you know, they cut off the end of the roast because it didn't fit in the pan. And now we're all still doing such silly things because... That's what somebody did three generations ago, right? Exactly. It's so crazy. But that's true. I mean, that affects our abundance and our mindset and everything. And those thoughts are controlling us and we don't even realize, right? Because your thoughts become your words and your words become your actions. And they're all being driven by something that you haven't even paid any attention to. So oftentimes that becomes our biggest prison. And you can't just say, okay, I'm going to take this thought. I'm just going to move away from it. Because all that you've done is just moved away from the thought. It's still there. It hasn't gone anywhere. You actually have to do the energy work to start like getting to the root of that thought. Like, where does it come from? Does it still serve me? Do I still want to have this thought? Usually the answer is no. So when that thought comes up, you want to do something to stop it. So then you want to like imagine stopping it. You can see like a stop sign or freeze it or whatever you want to do to like stop it. Yeah. You want to let it go. And then you want to be grateful for something that you're truly grateful for in that moment. When my kids were little, I was grateful that they didn't know how to open the door if I went into the bathroom so I could just have a few minutes to like just breathe, you know, they're <laughs> close in age and I'm like, I just need a minute. <laughs> you know what you mean? But now they're older and I'm like, I'm grateful my kids are good kids or I'm grateful for this chair or I'm grateful that I can take a deep breath of air, you know? So it's, we can get control over those thoughts, but we can't just ignore them. But we need to get objective and see, are they still working for me? Because usually they're not, because usually they weren't even yours in the first place. You just inherited them and didn't even question them. Absolutely. The whole gratitude idea, it's like, that's been a game changer for me also is just being grateful for even small things uh, just totally changes, you know, your attitude about everything. So what is driving you to do more, create more, be more? Is that like, how does that work fit in with you? I like to coin that your success wound. So your success wound is whatever is that internal drive that you're proving. You're always proving something, right? And I kind of talked on that a little bit earlier about creating more, doing more, being more. So typically we're proving one of three things. I am worthy. I am enough. I am love. Sometimes it's just one of those things. Sometimes it's a a myriad of them. In my group this morning, we were talking about how they're all working on I am worthy. So, you know, sometimes we throw ourselves into our work to prove something. And that helps us get our business started, but that's not the same energy that's going to help you continue to grow and scale and enjoy your business and your lifestyle. It's impossible because it's it's a grinding energy. It also contributes to the hustle, right? Because you're hustling. You're like, okay, I feel like I'm doing something. I feel like I've got these internal things, but then you feel empty when it's all said and done because it wasn't satisfying any of those things. So I always like people to like, just think about it. Like when you say I am worthy, Does that feel like it gets stuck anywhere in your body? Like if you say it out loud, do you have a hard time saying it? I am enough. You have that same issue. Like, does it not come out right? Is it like, I am enough. You know, you're trying to get it out, but you can't get it out. And I am love. Like those are the three things that entrepreneurs are trying to prove. So when you realize what it is that you're trying to prove through your work, then you can start to realize I am those things. I'm a being of light and love. I am enough. I am love. I am worthy. I don't need to prove it through my work. I can still do my work and I can still be passionate about my work and I can still get amazing results, but I don't have to like have that driving me anymore because that's a lower energy vibration. So even though it's good, it helps you start your business because you want to prove something and it gets you going. It's hard to start a business, right? Not everybody can do it. Entrepreneurs are special people. So once you get going and then it's realizing I'm not needing that energy anymore to serve me. And so what are the things that I can start to do now to let those things go and to step into my truth? 
and create all that love and abundance around us instead of lack. Somebody just, it was a couple of years ago, but they said that to me, you don't have to prove anymore. Like you've been doing this long enough. It's not a battle anymore. Just do your work without like having something in there to, that you have to prove because mm-hmm. you, you don't have to prove it anymore. And I was like, oh, it's a light bulb moment, right? Yeah. And just like having that permission is it's like, you're right. I don't have to prove it anymore. So it's really like enlightening to even hear that. And we all do. We all feel like we have something to prove, especially like if you're a mom. So let's say that you're a mom and then you start into your career. Like, I feel like those people feel even more that you have to prove something because I mean, being a mom is a lot. (laughs) I don't know why we think we have to prove something else and like do something else, but sometimes we need to make more money or do whatever, but it's just, we don't have to prove anything to anyone. And when we put that energy out, that's a lower energy vibration that we're attracting back into us. Right. Once we realize that we are love, we are enough, we are worthy. We're coming from that place to serve. We attract a whole different energy vibration to us. We attract more abundance to us. We attract more ease to us. We attract more freedom to us. So it's really important to start getting to the root of why am I proving this? But society wants us to, right? It's, it's the belief. It's that thing like hustle. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, Previous generations, they were like trying to prove I can stay at home because, you know, my husband makes enough money or whatever, so I can just stay at home and do whatever I want. And I think we're completely opposite of, regardless of how much my husband's making, I have something I want to put out there and I can do it. And you know, then you fall into this whole trap of hustle, like you said. Mm-hmm. Well, and sometimes some people are proving to their husbands that they can do something else. You know, there's all these different scenarios that start to come out when you open up that can of worms. But at the end of the day, when we're trying to prove something to somebody else, just think I'm hurting myself. If I'm doing something because I'm passionate about it and I want to do it, or even if I have to go and get another job, but I'm passionate about what I'm doing, that's a whole different ballpark than I'm going to prove to you and to you and to you that I can do this. That's a lot of time and energy, and it doesn't usually end out in a good pathway. That'll lead you right down to burnout every single time. Absolutely. Is there anything that you want, like, where can I send people? Where can I send my listeners uh, to your website? And I know it's lisagrinnell.com, but do you have a, like a freebie or anything you want to talk about or? Yeah. Well, I have a five minute meditation that I can give you the link to if I didn't give it to you already, but I have a five minute meditation. So that way, if you're struggling with meditation or you have a hard time, it kind of brings in like colors and I am statements and it just gives your mind something to focus on. And we do some letting go. So that way, you know, there's two things people struggle on in meditation. One is their mind is going everywhere. And the second thing is that their body is uncomfortable. And when your body is uncomfortable, it's because we're actually giving ourselves a moment to be in your body's life. I have energy here. I have energy here. So when you're feeling those squirmies during your meditation, that's where you need to let go. So I have that five minute meditation that I can share with everybody as well. That'd be awesome. Cause it sounds exactly like what I need. <laughs> <laughs> meditation. So. <laughs> so you mentioned letting the light part. How do you, do you want to walk us through that quickly? Yeah, let's go through that. We'll do like a little quick thing. Like you want me to do like two minutes, one minute, three minutes. Okay. Two is perfect. Okay, so go ahead and close your eyes, get comfortable. And you want to imagine bringing in a beam of white light from the top of your head, down to your neck, down to your chest, down to your stomach, down to your knees, down to your feet, and into the earth. I am peace. I am calm. 
I am free. And then release any tension in your body. So when you were bringing it through anywhere that you felt like it was getting stuck, I feel like right now we can just release it out of our shoulders in our neck area. Some people are going to want to pull it out of their stomach area, but you're going to imagine just pulling any energy that's not that white light out. So gray or black, pull it all out of that area. And then imagine a soft heat coming in from behind that space and let it fill every cell all the way forward. I am supported. I am whole. All is well. My life works out perfectly. I'm going to go ahead and bring the white light in again from the top of your head all the way down to your feet and into the earth. All is well. And then go ahead and open your eyes when you're ready. That was amazing. <laughs> so we have the time, you guys. We have the time. I promise you we have the time. That was just absolutely perfect. So. Thank you so much for joining me. Is there anywhere socials that we can send people to or are you on Instagram, Facebook? Where are you at more? So I'm mostly on Facebook and LinkedIn. So on LinkedIn, it would be Lisa Gornell. On Facebook, it's Lisa Good Gornell. My maiden name is Good. And then on Instagram, it's Energy Coach Lisa. All right. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining me. And just thanks again. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Just Boldly Go podcast. You can check out all we've got going on over at JustBoldlyGo.com. And uh, you can check out my book, Mom Versus Debt, How I Paid Off $64,000 in Credit Card Debt in Under Three Years Without Becoming a Stripper at MomVersusDebt.com.